Hey y'all, my name is Ashley. I'm a writer, producer, and I, this book is the reason why I haven't read romance novels. Hey guys, my name is Kelly. I am a self-proclaimed book nerd, a writer, and I did not like this book. I just didn't. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to the Books We Should Have Read podcast, the show on a mission to get adults who typically aren't into reading into reading through the exploration of Black literary classics. This pod is an extension to the BWSR community, and you can find our complete book list for this season at booksweshouldhavread.com. Tune in each episode as we discuss what we liked and disliked about these reads and whether or not they're worth your time. It was, it was a hard book for me to get through. Ash, so, like I, I started reading this book, stopped at like page forty, and read a whole other book <laughs> that made me laugh and feel good. Came back to finish reading this book, and I just had so many thoughts, feelings, opinions. Um, but the consensus was, I did not like this book at all. Like so when I when I called you, (laughs) you called me and you tried to warn me. You did. You were like you were like Kel, and when I was reading it, I was like Ash was right, and I wanted to talk about that on this episode. So we need to talk about what book we're talking about. What book did we read, Ashley? For this, yes. So we read The Jezebel by Dylan Allen. This is book three in the Rivers Wild series. But um, Dylan says that you can read the books as a standalone. So we were good on that front. Um, You know, Kelly, I'm going to let you... Wait, I kind of want to lay down what our phone call was about when I called you. Please start the... Tell us what the phone call was about. So I called Kelly when I was halfway through my Audible recording. Y'all know I've been listening to Audible because I've been swamped with school stuff and really didn't have the bandwidth to physically read another book. Um, And so I've been depending on Audible. And at first I thought it was the narrators. I was just like, oh, these narrators sound very white to me. They're not really giving black upper class they're giving white middle class to me (laughs) (laughs) okay um and so when I would it like when I would hear when they would describe like the characters you know how they describe what they look like in the book Mm -hmm. when I would listen to the narrator describe what they're supposed to look like it just didn't match for me yeah does that make sense I got you and so Then when I called you and we were chatting, I at first thought that my issue with this book was that it's supposed to be Black people, but nothing about this book is Black except for what the descriptions of the characters, if that makes sense. And I don't think Stone is Black. I think he's white. And I'm pretty sure Reagan is... Yeah, Stone is white because she... Because at one point... 
um, one of the characters, her friend says, oh, he looks like the guy from A Fault in Our Stars. And she says, no, he looks like James Norton, who is an actor and very white. And Reagan is black. Black. Yes. So I was like, oh, okay. So, all right, got you. So I, I was like, okay, so now I have an idea of what the author is kind of describing Stone is looking like. And I was like, okay, got you there. See, I didn't pick that up at all. Yeah. So it's like, it's pretty, it's like early. I mean, well, they, it's like earlier in the book where, when they're like in Mexico and she's with her oh, friend yeah, Maddie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they talk, and Maddie says, oh, you know who he looks like? And she's like, no, yeah. yeah. And yeah. yeah. So, but continue. I mean, it, it didn't, but either way, like. Yeah. It just wasn't. I know what you're trying to say. Yes. I know what you're trying to say, but it's like, how do we say it? Because. How do we say it? It's very much like this book is for the general romance population. Which is white lady. Mm-hmm. I, like, and I also think it's just more for, com- it's more commercialized. Like, it's more like it, this book was meant to be, or this series, I should say, is probably meant to be like a commercial success. Um, because it's, it's very like, there is no nuance of like, I, I don't know how, cause in like when we read behind the scenes by Christina C. Jones, these characters are outright black from and, and not even, I would say from the dialogue, but just from Christina's description of her characters. And like, even like you could just in the pages, just feel that blackness, that swag. And yeah. you don't get that here. So to your point, no. it's just like, yeah, the only thing black about this book is Reagan, the the main female character. Yeah. Even, okay. So yes, the nuances, right. But even there's a part in the book where um, Reagan is describing herself by like having her hair wrapped up. It didn't feel mm-hmm. genuine to me or it felt like very perform performative. Like um, instead of it being a natural thing that Reagan does, it felt like, oh, let me add this descriptor in here. To remind to the audience a, that she's to black. To remind the audience that she's black. Yeah. Which, I... okay. But my question is, is that a, bad thing though because is it a bad thing I I don't think it's a bad thing I just think that everybody's going to see it differently right like I must have missed the part about her wrapping her hair up because I just remember like I I I knew she was black because her mom is Jamaican and she talked about how Mm -hmm. when she was younger her mom was speaking patois and I was Mm -hmm. like okay so she's got a Jamaican mother but it was, but also to me, it was really fuzzy about their races, right? Because I knew her mom was Jamaican. Now, was her dad all white or just, or half white? I don't know. The only thing I know is that Reagan has three B curls. <laughs> yes, I do know that. Which, and you know what's interesting is like, I think too, when I was reading this, I remember thinking, this is such a wordy book. The book is like 472 pages long. It's such a wordy book, but it also didn't tell us a lot. Like there were a lot of plot holes throughout the book, but then there were just things that like, like, I don't know, was her dad just white and her mom was black? So she's a biracial woman or was her dad like part white girl? I, but I understand I what know. you're saying. But we also didn't, we got off on that, but we also didn't tell them what this book was about. And girl, you can tell them cause I don't even <laughs> fucking know. 
<laughs> Ash, I'm. I could not understand. Oh, we'll get into it in the episode. Cause yeah. I, girl, okay, girl. Okay, let me let you guys know what this book was about. Yeah. So please. <laughs> Um, Tell the audience and me what the book was about because I don't know. It's really hard. I'm really terrible at doing synopses anyway, but like I'm going to give it my best shot. Okay. Okay. So there's this girl named Reagan and there's this boy named Stone. There's an eight year difference. (laughs) (laughs) They knew they grew up together. They're both from very privileged um, families in Texas. And... A bunch of shit happens. They lose contact. They meet up at this resort in Mexico. Raven's doing something. Okay, Ash, you're and about Stone to tell is there the for something book. else. I would just go through no, it. No. <laughs> okay, so they reunite and um, they have this amazing love affair. Okay. And a bunch of shit happens. Okay, <laughs> That's the Ash, book, right? right? So. I would say this. Our main characters are Reagan Wild and Stone Rivers. Mm-hmm. They um, were raised in a very affluent neighborhood called Rivers Wild. Both of their families basically own that town, split down the middle. They're these very affluent families. And the gist of the story is it's almost like a Romeo and Juliet because their families wow, you're hate so each other. You're so good at this. You're so good at this. <laughs> their families hate each other. So, like, the kids have grown up, and the kids don't even know why. Like, nobody actually knows what the family food uh, feud was, like, between these two families. What we do know is that the rivers are old money. They're blue bloods, and the wilds are new money. Like, they own grocery stores, businesses, uh, communication companies, and uh, the rivers are just old money. Uh, so the kids are all raised to know that we can't be friends with the wilds and we can't be friends with the rivers because of our families, but they don't actually know why. Um, So basically we have our main character, Stone and Reagan, who in their childhoods, they connect, they have, they form a bond. um, But Reagan is older than Stone. She's about eight years older than him, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Um, So she goes off to college, you know, lives her life and, you know, 18 years go by and they both reconnect in Mexico. And that is kind of where the story takes off. But to Ashley's point, there's a lot that happens. There's a lot of family so turmoil. Shit. There's a lot of like, you know what it kind of reminded me of? A soap opera. Or I was going to say that. If if you this watch, is totally a Lifetime movie, a soap opera. If you guys watch yes. Korean dramas, like the daily <laughs> Korean dramas, they're called Makjang. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, mock jings like they're like the korean soap operas but it's just like all this backstabbing like uh <laughs> birth parent secrets all that and that's what this reminded me of a mock jang or a soap opera like it is very much that um it's giving very much so young and the restless general hospital yeah. oh my god yes mm-hmm. this a hundred and that was going to be in my review if i could have written a review i still have mm-hmm. not Gotcha. I can't because I can't, Kelly. Yeah, I understand that. But so, what I told you on the phone is that the story, so all of that, right? It's the story isn't bad. It's not. And I will say that to me, now you'll have to let me know how it sounds on audiobook. Reading it, the story literally the, got the best part of the book was the last probably 20, 
30%. Because that's when we started, like, it started moving. Because I think in my review, I said it, the story was going nowhere. Like, there was just, like, no, the plot wasn't moving for me until mm. the last 20, 30% of the book is when... They and, got and home. It beca but because you need to wrap it up. So we need mm -hmm. to figure out what's going on. Or, and I just felt like there were... It, it, it was so wordy. I cannot get over that. There were so many, like, not for nothing. Okay, we are reading romance novels, so we know there are sex scenes. The dialogue during the sex scenes. Didn't I tell you it was cringe-tastic? I told you that. I fucking you did. told you that, Ashley, Kelly. you told me that you told me. But the dialogue during the sex scenes was... And not even just the sex scenes. All of Stone's dialogue, Terrible. the main character, who, and he Terrible. also just sounded like a horny teenager. What 29-year-old man speaks to a woman like this? This is what Stone, Stone, a 29-year-old man, says to Reagan, the main character, who's 36, 37. He says to her, those are fighting words. I must defend my honor. My dick challenges your mouth to a duel. <laughs> oh, shit. What did I Ashley, tell you? Actually, I literally book, wrote, I, I literally wrote, what the actual fuck? <laughs> yes, I said, Kelly, I told you that this book is the reason why I don't read romance novels. And you guys, it's not just, th there are so many lines Everything like that he says Everything. is in fucking same. Everything he says is highly sexual and it's not sexy. And it's like, but that's the type of thing he says. And I was just like, what? <laughs> I, I literally said, what am I reading? And this is why each time he calls her goddess, I cringe. It was, I am not even kidding you. It was just so. Or Venus, each time he called her goddess or Venus. <laughs> And also, it was just like, and then the sex scenes, they were just packed full of that type of dialogue. I literally, I scrolled, I like scanned, I, I didn't even read them. I flipped through them because I was like, I cannot, I can't stomach Yeah, this. it's total like Harlequin. Like, but no, and it's like, but bad Harlequin. Like, it's like, yeah, terrible Harlequin. And this is why, this is, this is like legitimately like, the reason why I don't read romance novels. Let me tell you something. That, like, I, when I read that, I was like, there is no way. There is no way on Beyonce's internet <laughs> these types of books are getting uploaded. And then, like, I, I can't. I don't know. I just really, this book left a bad taste in my mouth, which is wild because I want to say this. I really like Dylan Allen. I remember in the summer 2020, Kennedy Ryan was doing like a interview with fellow romance writers. And I saw her interview with Dylan Allen and I was like, oh my gosh, she seems so dope. Like I got to read her books. And I did try to read the first book in the Rivers Wild collection, but I just couldn't get into it because there was just, it felt like I was missing information. It was only on book one. And I was like, you know what? Maybe this just isn't for me. So I stopped it. She has another book called The Sun and Her Star that I did read that I thought was, it was pretty good. And I went back because I was like, I know I read another book by her. And I did find it on my Goodreads and I rated it four stars. And it was like, it was a good book, a good story. 
What was that one called? Um, it's called The Sun and Her Star. Oh, that's the one you gave four stars. That's the one I gave four stars. And I read mm-hmm. it last year and it was, it's a good book. It had a good plot, good story. Um, so I was just like, okay, maybe just that first book in this series, I just couldn't get into. But this book, I thought we would be okay. Cause one, we were told it's the standalone. So you don't need to read the other books. I actually don't believe that. I actually think you have to read the other books. Cause there were a lot of things that I didn't understand because previous books would have expanded on that, I think. Um, but I also just did it. I also thought we would be okay. Cause it's like so highly rated, like, and again, I should know better than this because I've been burnt by the high ratings on Goodreads. But girl, I even said in my review, I said, did we read the same book, y'all? I said, the people that are rating us four and five stars, did we read the same book? <laughs> yeah. I don't think we did. Or maybe I just, I don't know. Maybe I just read, I've been reading some good romance novels and I don't know. I just, I'm it's sad just that I didn't like it. And I, this is not a reflection of Dylan Allen. Cause I do like her and I, I've, I've liked a book. I've read a book that, of hers that I really like, but I just didn't like this one. This wasn't for me. Yeah. And that's my thing. Like, I was just thinking that like, oh, I'm not really into the soap opery stories, at yeah. least not right now. And so like, maybe that's the reason why this book didn't hit for I me. I think you and have so to be in a certain mood. Like you have mm-hmm. to be in a certain mood for this story. And yeah. I was not in that mood. So I, that's what I'm thinking is the reason why, but that does not also, but that does not negate the fact that the dialogue, I just could not get down with Stone's was dialogue. So like creepy tender profile-ish, but it was very, it was giving very much so The Bachelor. And yes, we know who watches The Bachelor. And I felt like this book was for them, these white ladies. It wasn't for me. It just so happened. It's a romance novel that just so happens to have a black lead. Nothing about this is a black romance novel, which isn't a bad thing. It's just like not what I was expecting going into it. So I was very much so let down. You know what threw me off is because I read a lot of romance um, by white authors, black authors, um, Latinx. Asian, um, I think one thing that I did notice was like, because I, I read romance that has like the characters are, their descriptors would indicate that they are white or they're Latinx or whatever. And I think the problem here was just like, I just didn't care about the characters enough or their story. And like, I didn't believe the chemistry as well. Like, it was just like, because I can get into a story if I, it, like, it doesn't matter um, what the characters are presented, like, what they look like or what they're presented as, like, whether they're white or Latino or black. But if I can't get into, like, if I can't believe the chemistry between the two leads, then I can't. Then it's a bus. It's a yes. bus. And I think that that was also a thing for me with this was just like, I just didn't, their chemistry was just. I don't know. And it was just like this. It was very insta love, which don't get me wrong. In the romance world, you know, you know, I love an insta love story. You know, I love a marriage troupe. That's one of my favorites, a fake marriage troupe. But like the insta love here, like I just didn't, like it was just like a weekend and y'all are in love. But they knew each other for years. No, 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 no. no. 
this is the thing though, Ash. They really didn't. They knew they they knew each other when they were kids and they hung out for six months, which I get. And, and I she guess she was 18 and he was 10. And, and he but and it, but it wasn't in a but that's the thing too, Ashley, is like that the relationship was completely Super platonic. Plat- yes. Yeah. So that's why it was harder for me to believe. Like, whereas with a, I don't, I hate to compare authors like this, but with Tia, Will, um, Tia Williams, Seven Days in June, those main characters, they knew each other in high school. You know what I mean? And they were the same age and they had an attraction to each other. And it was, I don't know why that was more believable. And they didn't insta fall in love. Like they were always attracted to each other. And, but this was just like, literally after two days, it was like, Bitch, but even before that, the bus situation, <laughs> you were just rolling your eyes through these. <laughs> but even the bus situation, it was very creepy. Everything, that's what I'm saying. Like I didn't every even sex realize, scene. I didn't even realize what was happening. Okay, and, and I'm not no prude. Like, I just was like, wait, wait, wait. It wasn't until, at, like, cause I was like, wait, what's happening right now? And I'm like, yes. oh my God, okay. But everything about that, in every single sex scene, like even back when she was in high school and she was giving a blowjob to that guy, um, everything about that was so fucking creepy. It's just like the right the writing of the sex scenes was very creepy, cringy. Every single sex scene. I just didn't. I just stopped reading them because I was just like, I can't. I, I literally was skipping them because I was just yeah. like, I, I just couldn't. I don't know. I, I, I just I don't know. It really makes I'm really Ooh. sad that I don't like this book. You have to listen. You, I have to play a portion of the narrator for you later. Kelly, the way that this man sounds, and the man sounds like Stone. Like Stone, like he sounds just like Stone. Like his name would be Stone. It, like his name would be Stone and like he would actually say these things. He felt too comfortable saying them. It was so fucking bizarre. Well, but that's a, that's a good narrator though, right? Because they, they have to de- deliver the lines. A great narrator. You don't have to play it for me. <laughs> I, don't, so, I don't want to hear it. But Stone is creepy. And it's like he's a nerdy creep. Like he's a nerd who's who's an he's one of those nerdy guys who talk about sex all the time. If it, that makes do you have you never knew a really nerdy guy who talked about sex all the time and made stupid innuendos all the I time. I know what type of guy you're talking about. I just took him as like I I think I understood what Dylan was trying to do is just like maybe it was just because he was so in love with Reagan since he was ten years old and he was finally getting his chance. But I just felt like he should have taken it slower. Like he should have tried to like he just came off as a horny teenager, and I okay. just did not. Like he should have taken it slower, but she dry humps him on the bus. They both. She she opened that door. Like I don't know. Yeah, because then she was like, she, he was like a horny teenager. She was a horny housewife. It was she just, was a horny housewife, match made in heaven. I don't know. And then just, you have the Jezebel. I will say that this book could have been three different books. I think Easily. I think the book was 200 pages too long. Oh yeah, it could have like so much happened in the so much happened in this book that it could have been three different books. There were like three different storylines in this one book and usually yes. I love that. But and, the way like they the way what you were saying about it being wordy was the issue. And you know what else the, my problem was? Was because the storylines were juicy. Like, I, I I agree. Like, they could have really went in deeper with, like, certain things, especially about, like, 
Reagan's traumatic past, which I don't even want to get into right now. But like, I also just thought that there were so many, like none of the plots were closed for me. Like they, or they, or they were ended so abruptly, like that you were mm-hmm. like, that's it. And then there's a portion of the book that like, you know, Reagan's friends who also went through this traumatic event with her. Um, one of her friends, Maddie is like, her whole goal is to find this girl, Rebecca. And then it's just like, at the, never... end, at the end of the book, <laughs> Reagan's literally like, sorry, I couldn't find Rebecca. And Maddie's like, it's okay. And I'm like, Wait, bitch, that was your whole point of this being in this book was like you were the pressed to find motive. her. And like literally Reagan's like, oh, we couldn't find her. And you're just like, but you okay. know what? Now that I know, because before I didn't know that this was a series, a part of a series. Mm-hmm. Now that I know that, now I'm thinking that like maybe they'll go into it in the other parts. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not going like, to read the other parts. So No, I, I'm not either. I'm, I'm done with the Jezebel. I see what you're saying, but I've seen, but you know what? But I think the next books are like about the other siblings. So they probably won't ever touch on it in detail. Like, listen, if in her own book, we couldn't figure out what's going on, you think that you're going to talk about it in somebody else's book? <laughs> maybe from another perspective, like maybe one of them find Rebecca. I don't know. I don't know, yeah, Kelly. And, I see what you're Frank- trying to say. I don't I see know. What you're trying to say. I just felt like this one was just very, I'm disappointed. Is there something you want to advertise on Books We Should Have Read? Email us at info at com. That's info at com. This is why it's super oh, so girl. So, yeah, let's get into the character list because I got some words about um, dear old grandpapa. Okay, well, I'm going to let you, since you got the notes, I'm going to let you go for it and I'll interject as needed. Okay, so our character list. We have Reagan Wilde. Um, when we are first introduced to her in the story, she is 18 years old. She's in her senior year of college. Um, she's working at her family's bakery Really, it's just a cover for her to sneak off and, you know, hang out and hang with her boyfriend and whatever. Um, but she is part of the Wilds family in the Town River Wilds. And then we have Stone Rivers, who in the introduction of the novel, he is this 10-year-old boy genius, more or less. Like, he is already in high school. He is brilliant beyond measure. Um, and he's just a nerdy, sad little 10-year-old boy because one, he's 10 years old in high school, so he's getting bullied horrifically. Two, his oldest brother, um, who he's super close to, Hayes, was just shipped off to live in Italy with their quote-unquote aunt, which we find out later. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> a whole lot. Um, so so Stone is feeling very alone. His, his stepdad has recently passed. Um... And he, who he's very close to and his mom seems for all intents purposes to be like, might be an alcoholic or battling some type of addiction. So he's just mm-hmm. alone in this huge house. And the one thing I will say that parallels with Reagan and Stone is like they are both from these 
on paper, they should have the best lives. They're from these very wealthy families. They have everything that you could ever want, but they're both so sad and so miserable. Reagan's life is controlled by her family. Stone just feels like he's alone and he has nobody to turn on and nobody that he can depend on. And he literally just wants the best life for his two younger brothers. Um, the next character I have on my list is um, Mama Wild. I don't know what her name was. I don't think she ever got I don't a name. think we ever got mom's name, but Reagan's mother is um Jamaican. She is the female head of the household and she is very hard and demanding on Raven and her brothers Remington and Tyson. Like she's super hard on them, but we find out later why that was, but she just is very controlling of Raven too, down to Reagan. how she wears her hat. Oh, Reagan, goodness. She's very controlling of her down to how she wears her hair and how she dresses. And, you know, she needs her daughter to be this perfect socialite princess. Um, then I have Grandpa Wild, um, who I believe his, I believe his name is Liam Wild. I think that was his name, but I call him Grandpa Wild. Evil. Mm-hmm. He's evil. Satan. He, he literally sold his granddaughter to oh. a man 20 years older than her. Yeah, I was gonna say, do we wanna give the trigger warnings? Are we gonna. Trigger warnings for what? That she got sold? Like, yeah, for like sexual abuse and stuff. Are we going to. Give- um, well, I wouldn't call like her relationship with her husband SA only because like she went along with that to please her grandfather. Now, if we want to talk about the traumatic events that happened in the cabin, which I don't want to talk about at all because I truly, okay, cool. I didn't even read that chat. I couldn't stop. I couldn't read it. Um, but the grandfather is evil. He's pure evil. He literally sold his black granddaughter, which sat so weird with me. This white man sells his black granddaughter to another white man who's 20 years older than her. Mm-hmm. A Parisian. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, to th- have babies and Kelly. The only time they had sex was to conceive their children. It was so archaic. The fact And then that- she's locked away. Like, I'm just confused. Well, this she was- what she ended up doing was that was I thought that that was her way of controlling her story was to after five years in France, she said, you know what? F this. Like, you're having your affairs. I'm alone in Paris. I'm going back home to my family to where at least I can be comfortable um, instead of being by myself. And he was just like, all right, whatever. And so that's when she moved back to Houston. But I just, anyway. Then we have Marcel, who is Reagan's asshole husband. He's 20 years her senior. He's literally a billionaire. He's like one of the richest men in the world. And he bought, he the only reason why he wanted Reagan was because she is this gorgeous woman that everybody wanted. And he just had to have her on his arm. Um, and he basically, he bought his very young wife from her grandfather. Mm-hmm. The next two characters are Reagan's college best friends, Matilda and Jacqueline, or Maddie and Jack as they go by... Um, They have Maddie, they all have a huge falling out after a very traumatic event takes place in the book. Um, Jack ends up passing away 
which is the catalyst for why Reagan ends up down in Mexico, where she eventually meets Stone in their adult years, 18 years after their initial meeting. Um, but those are the characters I have. Now, it's good to know, I did mention, but Reagan has two brothers, Remington, who's her twin, and Tyson, who's her younger brother. And um, Stone has an older brother, Hayes. And he mentions two younger brothers, but they, like, they're just mentioned and they're never brought up again. Wait, okay, so Hayes, yes. But then he he does, they do meet up um, when they're in Mexico. I don't want to spoil it in case anybody wants to read uh, it. yes. But when they're in Mexico, the other, I remember just one other brother. Yeah. And then, like, the other one is mentioned later. Yeah. It doesn't matter, but whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So, um. They all they have they have siblings who I guess you know they're cool but we'll just throw their names in there too so it really doesn't matter but whatever mm-hmm. um, so that's the character that's the main character to me breakdown if I'm missing anybody Ash or if there's somebody you would like to bring up by all means no one else yeah that no was it else. so I just have Reagan Stone Marcel oh I really liked uh <sighs> confidence not confidence not confidence the other one it was confidence Cal who. Who married Hayes? That's Confidence. Oh, Confidence married Hayes. I liked her. She was cute. Yeah, she, I, if I'm not mistaken, she's in the first book. She's the first book mm-hmm. is about them. Um, but yeah, she was cute. I, I just felt like there were, I know there were a lot of characters in this book, um, but they all had their, they all had a lot of backstories too. But I just felt like there were so many open-ended questions and so many things, so, so many stones left unturned. I'm noticing that with series, though. Excuse me. That um, for it to be a standalone, it's very, a lot of times, it's very much so, it feels unfinished. Uh, it feels like it should not be a standalone. Don't call it a standalone. If I will it's say so this. Unfinished. Can I will say this? I've only noticed that with our books we're reading for this series. In my previous experience of reading romance novels, the standalones that I read, because I've talked about this, like Kennedy Ryan, she has a, a book series called the Hoop series. I read that mm-hmm. stuff backwards. I literally read it from book three up, and I felt like I didn't miss a beat. Like it was truly a standalone. But if you wanted mm-hmm. to read it. From one to three, you could. But if you read it out of order, you were fine. Um, there's like, so I think that it really just depends on the author and how mm. the off, author, how their writing is. Yeah. Um, because okay. I felt like this should not be called, I, I don't think this book should be a standalone. I think you should, if you're going to read the uh, the river, the the Wild Rivers series. Wild. Yeah, if you're yeah. going to read the Rivers Wild series, you guys, do yourself a favor and read it in order. Do not read this as a standalone um, because I feel like you can miss a, you miss a lot. And, um, but, you know, it says you can read it as a standalone. So, but that's my it's opinion. It's just, yeah, for this particular book, so much shit happens, bro. You need to start at the beginning. I wholeheartedly agree with you. A hundred percent. You have to start at the beginning. so much happens in this book. Like I was lost, like had to rewind, like what just happened? Wait, I thought that, wait, are we? I like, felt it was, insane. It was um, insane. It felt very performative. A lot of it to me just felt extremely performative. It just wasn't a fun, easy read. It was very heavy. For me. 
I and I listened to the audible. It was very, it was very, it was a very heavy. It wasn't, and you know, not saying every romance needs to be light and fluffy, definitely not, but it was a it was a lot heavier than I was expecting. And I just I think it was a lot. Like, I don't think I was in the right headspace to read that, but I am cleansing my reading palette as we speak because I done mm-hmm. picked up an, another romance that I'm just going to read. I'm reading on my own um, that will hopefully give me the feels. Because the book I read when I couldn't get through this, the book that I stopped to pick up and read was so funny. Like every page I was laughing. Fake marriage trope done to perfection. I never read a book by this author before. And I was like, I'm going to read more of their books. Um, and it was just like, every page was so funny. The chemistry between the two leads, amazing. So that kind of, I think if I didn't read that book, stop this book and read that, I wouldn't have had the strength to get through. Cause I was like, yeah. okay, I feel you better. You should talk about that on your bookstagram. I know you're looking for content for your bookstagram and this is the type of shit that you need to talk about. Yeah. Because that like, but anyway, this I was, did. yeah, this was intense. Okay. I think if you guys can't tell, we're not reading passages for this book, um, Yeah, so we're not going to do passages for this book just because, like, you know, passages are great to read, especially when we feel like there's something that was... um, A standout moment. Yeah, but for me, I just, I, Ashley, I told you, I just don't have it in me. There was nothing about this book that really, um, I said, oh, I really like this. Like, I need to, I want the audience to know about this. single, not a, yeah, not a single point for me was like, yeah, this book was just way too convoluted. With like, it was just so many words. Very dense. And you know what's crazy is like, I will say this. Because Dylan Allen is a good writer. I just think that she, it was too, wor- it was just too many words. It was too dense. It was just too much. Like there were the descriptors. Like we don't need three pages of descriptors of, I don't know how to, what example to use, but like. It just felt like, I felt like they were in Mexico too long. I just felt like there was... They were in Mexico for 75% of this fucking book and you can't tell me any different. Yeah, they were in Mexico for a long time. I just, there were just things that with this book were hard for me to digest and... Oh, and I see what you're saying with the plot holes because like, bitch, your husband, I'm so confusion. I'm confusion at like how you were in Mexico for so long and you were married to Marcel. Like I'm and I get it because she was living in Houston at the time, but like they were there for like a fucking month cuz they left and they not really. But they yeah, left they and they had their own weeks. trip. Yeah, yeah, they they were there for like 2 weeks, but because he knew where she was going because remember they her whole reason of being down there was to spread Jack's ashes cuz she wanted mm-hmm. them spread out. So she was there for her standard time there, but also it makes sense because he's out doing his own thing. Remember Ashley, he lives in Paris, she lives in Houston with the yeah. kids. So I guess why would that it, you know, that wasn't an issue for him. The fact that she had so much alone time with Stone though just didn't I don't know didn't feel right I don't even know how to explain it you could you you're right girl it don't really matter to me I ain't got a dog in this fight we can move on to ratings wait do you hear that that silence could be filled with an advertisement for your new product or brand email us at info at booksweshouldhavered.com if you'd like to be a sponsor for and have your ad placed within the books we should have read podcast we can't wait to welcome you to the family
we can honestly move on to ratings. I think too, I'm just so tired. <laughs> like, yeah. This book was exhausting. I finished it yesterday. It was. I, I had like four hours left on my audiobook and I just laid in my bed and played Animal Crossing and listened to it. Yeah. I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, this book was, it was... It was tough, but... Um, the epilogues. It was a lie. I didn't give a fuck by that. <laughs> Kelly, your eye rolls. You guys, I want you to know, because it really... You know why it makes me sad? Because, like I said, I really like this author. It makes me sad that I don't like this book at all. But sometimes that's going to happen, right? Like, that's going to happen. You're not going to like every book. Even if you like the author, every book's not going to be it for you. So that's just how I feel. But this book was just exhausting. It was hard. It was hard for me to get through. Truly. I was exhausted when I finished listening to it. And I, I was listening. And I was exhausted mm, after each stage. Like, you know how when I'm listening to my audibles, like I will, I love to go grocery shopping mm-hmm. and like listen to them in the grocery store. I did not do this. I rarely did this. with No, this because this isn't the type of book that you, you, you can listen to. Like it's, it's not a relaxing or even not even necessarily relaxed. It's just not one of those books. Like I don't know how it's you listen to it. It's not a feel good book. I honestly, I think if I had to listen to an audio book, I would have been like, Ash, I can't finish this. I was I was close. I was close to it. Like okay, this is it. Yeah, it's um, it's it's a tough read. It was tougher. Definitely, it didn't not content purposes. Well, I guess kind of sort of, but it kind of gave me the same feeling that Life After Death gave me when I was. Girl. listening to it. <laughs> the only reason why I finished this book is because I said right now, there's two books that I did not finish in our podcast history. <laughs> and it's Life After Death <laughs> and How to Be a Princess. And I was like, I can't do that again. Like, I'm not going to make it three. And so I fought through, but I yeah, wanted to give up. I'm proud of you. Girl, what's I'm your rating? Because you. you didn't leave a rating on, you didn't leave a, a review. No, because, and my, you know what? My sister asked me about that today before we recorded. And she was like, oh, what are you rating? And I'm like, girl, I have no clue. Oh, wow. Um, And then I was trying to think about like my criteria, mm-hmm. like what I rate, mm-hmm. how I rate. And like, it's honestly like how this book made me feel, how it was written for the audible I throw in, how it was executed. Okay. Um, all these things I take into consideration. And for this book, I'm going to give it a two. And I'm going to okay. give it a two because I don't think the story was bad. Yeah. But I think it's misleading to tell us that we can read it as a standalone. And there's just so much in it. Um, Like we said, we highly suggest that you just don't start with this one because there's so much in it so like that threw me the sex scenes were super fucking cringy you guys know i love the sex scenes in these books and these i cannot like i was like ill like ill the whole time um and i don't i for me i don't like that the only thing that was black about this book was reagan I I guess I was expecting something else and I don't necessarily think that it's a bad thing. It's just that it didn't meet my expectations. Yeah. So I think I'm going to give it a two. Okay. That's fair. Um, I gave it a one. (laughs) I gave it a one and it was for me. So like you said, you listened to the audio. I read it. I just... In good conscience, like in good consciousness, like I can't even talk. I cannot recommend this book. Like I wouldn't recommend this book to anybody. Now, again, I think that 
I do think that it should have been, it should be read and you should follow the series. I, I do think that that was, but I also think that even then, like I've read books out of series, even when they suggest that you should read it like in order and I've done that and I've still have walked away feeling like, oh, okay. Because typically what happens is you were given like a little background on like maybe the stuff that you missed in the previous books. So you kind of know what's going on. Like they give you like a recap, I guess. But this, I just did not like this book. I didn't, I didn't buy Raven and Stone's chemistry. I didn't understand why they had to be such an age difference. I, I like, you know how sometimes like there's intentional plots for things. I didn't see what the intention was there. And maybe I just missed it. Um, I, I just thought like, and then, or maybe it's in another book. <laughs> maybe, and then the plot twist with who Hayes's real birth mother and father are was just why. And it was it was like why because literally that's the last twenty percent of the book, and then it's just like this muddied like. So are y'all related? <laughs> I mean, technically, cringe on top of cringe. It just I just thought that that was unnecessary. I just thought that like we were throwing more stuff at the wall, hoping it stuck. And um, I, I didn't like that at all. So for me, this book is a one. I just couldn't get into it. I didn't like, I didn't believe the, I didn't like the, the chemistry between Stone and Reagan just wasn't hitting. I didn't like the plot. I didn't like the time jumping. I thought that that also like really confused me. Cause you notice like it would be like 18 years, like 18 years in the past or three months, three months later. And then you had to, like, I thought that that kept throwing me off. I don't know how that was on audio, but like reading it, it really threw me off because it'd be like, you'd end this scene in present and then they'd say 10 years previous and then it'd be mm -hmm. like a scene. And that was kind of... So usually I, usually I enjoy that, but I do agree with this one. If it was, it was a lot because I think there was so much happening in this book already. Yes, and you, that, like, you really had to keep up. We should have just kept it linear we should have just kept the story very linear um right. to simplify it it was just like a lot of tropes a lot of like writing styles thrown into this one book it was like legitimately a jambalaya but not in a good way yeah um, so i go back to like what you said like this should have been three separate books yeah i agree with it should have been or written very linear in a linear way less words linear mm -hmm. and i think it would have been easier to digest I agree with that. It was really, this was a tough read for me. Mm-hmm. It, it was, was very tough. tough. It was um, a tough read for I'm, me. And I'm so exhausted that, like, I don't even feel like writing <laughs> why I'm giving it a two stars. Of course, I'm, I am going to do you, that. And like, you don't have to. Like, you can go back and review, write your review a month from now or whatever. I know. I just like to. Yeah. Like, I don't like unfinished things. Well... I don't know, you guys. Which is another reason I'm, like, able to, like, push through a lot of times with books. Like, very rarely do I, like, not finish books because I don't yeah, like unfinished see, things. I I don't care. I'll be like, F this unfinished thing, girl. Because I, I tell <laughs> you, if we didn't have to record an episode, psh, You wouldn't have finished Last it. night, yeah. I went, it was so late, but I wanted to text you and be like, girl, how mad would you mm -hmm. be if I can't finish? <laughs> but I did it. I did it. I finished it. And I was, I was happy I finished it because... You know why I wanted to finish it because I wanted because I was like, if this book gets better for me, 
I want to be able to give it a fair rating. And for me yeah. personally, it didn't get better. But maybe for some people, maybe you started the book and you weren't really into it. But then it ended on a note where you were like, okay, I like this. So it definitely got, it definitely, it did that for me. It picked up. Because after I called you, I was like, I don't know, because it wasn't bad. But then like as like. It picked up I, the last 30% yeah. percent of the mm-hmm. book. It really did. Mm-hmm. But I think that's because we, the book had to end. So we needed to close those we need to wrap up some of the plot, the plot lines. We didn't wrap up all of them, but we needed to, like, the book had to move. The plot had to move. And I think that was the issue. It was like the first 70% of the book, I felt like the plot wasn't moving. And then the last 30%, I was like, okay, because things started happening and, you know, family members started coming together and understanding things. And I was like, okay, this, all right. But to me, it was like a little too late. Like, I was just yeah. like over it at that who point. Was the, who was the publisher for this? I don't even know. What was it self pub or I don't know. Um mm-hmm. yeah, as a I don't know. I would have had so many notes. Notes. You know me. I would have had so many notes. Just like I see where we're going and I see what we're doing. And all of it sounds really cool and mm-hmm. is really awesome, but do we need all of that in this one book? Yeah. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Do not recommend though. I would no. I would not recommend it. Um, especially if you're gonna try to read this as a standalone, like we keep saying. Maybe start with book one. And if you do start with book one, read them in order. Let us know what you think. Cause maybe it's better. I don't know. But And maybe you I don't really like this book out. because me and Ashley are we're kind of like it this book is like I said, it's very highly rated. Um, people love it. Um, but it just wasn't for me. It wasn't for us. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Well, thanks guys for listening. <laughs> yeah, guys. Thanks for listening. I just feel sad. I'm like just bummed out. Like, I, cause typically like our episodes are a little bit more high energy or we are very like into, even if we don't necessarily like the characters or something that was done in the book. Like, I feel like this episode is just more like, we're just bummed out. Cause we really just yeah. didn't like the book and it kind of yeah. is sad. There's so, And we always have something to talk about, right? Like we always do. And in this, we're just like, Ooh. no reading passages, <laughs> no reading passages. There wasn't a point in the book where I was like, Oh, I really vibe with that. So no, none of it. I it was very, I, like you said, could not relate to any of the characters. Maybe and- the next one. My fingers crossed, guys, for the next one. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Take care of yourself. Drink your water. Um, get some sun. Get some sun. Even when it's cloudy, go out for a walk. Um, anything else that we're leaving, don't forget to rate uh, the podcast because it helps other people find it. Um, check out our book community. Oh, and don't forget to get your 10 pages a day. I always forget to say that then. Yes. Don't forget to get your 10 pages pages a day. day. You'll finish that book in no time. Bye. Hey guys, don't forget to like, review, and subscribe to Books We Should Have Read. And don't forget to leave suggestions for books you would like us to read for future collections. This podcast is a Books We Should Have Read production with sound engineering and editing by About Right Media. The dope-ass track you hear in the background was produced by Ty.2. That's Ty, T-Y dot the number two W-O on Instagram. Hey, Ty. Follow Books We Should Have Read on Instagram at Books We Should Have Read to stay up to date with all the BWSR happenings. 
follow Ashley at Bashweiser on Instagram and me at Kelly Likes to Read on Instagram. If you like what you heard and you want to support this Black woman-owned and operated movement financially, there is an anchor link in the show notes where you can do just that. Any and everything is welcome and appreciated. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye, y'all.